0: Folks, if we look into the reason
1: why Pakistan uh, followed the wrong path after 1970 and self-destructed itself, uh, we can see that um, Islam is uh, one of the main reasons which uh, economically, politically and culturally weakened it uh, and we see today a country which is uh, totally decimated Uh, the population is in absolute desperation and the culture and the economy is uh, really at its worst Uh, generally we will find um, uh, Saudi started uh, Wahhabism behind it because after uh, the uh, before and after the Afghan war uh, the Wahhabis brought uh, the criminals and uh, the convicted uh, uh, people into Afghanistan through Pakistan and they made Peshawar or Islamabad their headquarters. They systematically infiltrated in Pakistani elites and uh, they literally controlled Afghanistan and Pakistan. Osama bin Laden Uh, was told that he is the Mujahid of Islam and everybody should follow it. That's why uh, even after 9-11, 60-70% of Pakistanis thought that he was a very good person, was doing the right thing. Without knowing that he was particularly, especially sent by Saudis to Afghanistan to take over that country. And also, when he was in Peshawar, he was literally controlling a lot of mullahs and madrasas and spreading uh, terrorism. Uh, hundreds and thousands of people were killed. And Pakistan went to the wrong way. Uh, we used to be the, in the good books of Western countries, we used to get uh, very good investment and um, technological improvements were made. We used to get a lot of aids and uh, help in agriculture where the agriculture production of Pakistan almost tripled until 1970. And that was because of the Western technology in uh, agro-based industries. So, What actually really happened, um, we need to look into different attributes of Islam. And we thought it's a good idea to talk about uh, uh, Mecca, which uh, I feel is the main reason why Pakistan is in such a big trouble today. If we talk about Mecca uh, and look into the history, uh, we will see that it's uh, really uh, a valley which uh, has been totally molested by Saudis and has been changed into a nice religious uh, ritual place to a commercial metropolis where hundreds and thousands of uh, visiting uh, hajis uh, die in a stampede, in fire, and uh, whatnot. And uh, Saudis do not take any responsibility, and they just say, Oh, this is the will of Allah, and these people are shaheed. And then dump them in the pit using bulldozers without any ritual or respect. I mean, this humiliation of humans is really never been seen in human history. If 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 any such incident happen in the civilized world, uh, this place will be totally closed forever. But uh, Islam and its agent mullahs have presented a totally fake and uh, uh, homemade uh, picture of uh, this uh, city and uh, which is totally uh, unforgotten of its uh, real uh, value in history mecca is basically uh, uh, is a valley uh, and a uh, uh, home to crash uh, from uh, uh, almost uh, second century A.D., it was a tribe which uh, probably migrated from somewhere in uh, in the north, Mesopotamia, or some other area. Before that, it uh, was uh, controlled by a Yemeni Christian tribe. So the area in around Mecca was uh, basically all uh, tribal areas. And the tribes used to fight a lot for supremacy. So the Mecca was uh, kind of became a place of peace where uh, a month uh, was dedicated uh, for for no war and people used to come and do trading and whatnot. And uh, it was a pretty good place back then. Uh, Then then Islam came and... uh, It still continued with up and down, a lot of uh, struggle and fighting happened to control it, to overpower the other tribes, in the process it was uh, destroyed, Mecca in particular, many times in the inter-fighting, and uh, the area still survived for 2000 years. Uh, if we read the history, we'll see that in every hundred years, there was a trouble and fighting in Mecca or around it, and a lot of people were killed. So, in the Arab tradition, which is basically a tribal tradition, the fighting never stopped. They were fighting before Islam. They they started fighting more after Islam, but the city went on and uh, stayed overall peaceful The it, uh, it was until the Saudis took the city and then uh, using their crooked Wahhabi faith uh, they started destroying its history, its uh, culture and uh, its uh, overall look uh, the majority of the uh, Uh, Muslims, they protested and were very angry on what Saudis are doing to their city. But for Saudis, making money was more important than keeping the uh, Mecca as historically it was. Uh, Most of the uh, old buildings and the graveyards were uh, holy people or some... Uh, companions of the Prophet Muhammad uh, were uh, laid down or uh, they had their graves they were all demolished under the crooked Wahhabi faith and uh, their claim that it is uh, bidat. Bidat means like variation or change uh, against the Sunnah and Quran 90% of the Muslims all over the world uh, were very angry on it but uh, the Saudis were because Saudis were doing the best bidat by converting a religious place to a commercial outpost, just to make money for themselves and the family of the king. The soul of image of Islam totally changed from then on. Then came the oil boom and billions of dollars, free money of Saudi gang for Saudi gang, who claimed it to be the reward of their great governing by allah they used two to three percent of that all revenue to build mosques spreading their radical sect and supporting the gang of mullahs uh, all over the muslim world and uh, they contributed billions to create uh, new mosque even in west in america over 1500 mosques were built by Saudi money and then they put uh, their uh, mullah on as a leader which uh, controlled the local community and uh, spread and uh, the uh, radical Islam which uh, they uh, used all their life. They hijacked uh, every country using these mullahs. They funded Wahhabi terrorists who created a havoc almost in every Muslim country. Even the highly educated Muslim elites were influenced by this uh, faith, and uh, because and they they were actually uh, went the wrong way and uh, using uh, some of the ideology of uh, <coughs> uh, Iqbal and uh, Modoodi uh, radical mullah. Uh, who never went to any madrasa or any college, never did a business but was acting as a foot soldier of Arab uh, hegemony and uh, uh, drama. Uh, he died but uh, the type of generations we had in Pakistan uh, because of the Zia, Ul Haq, uh, the most stupid journal the country has created, and who sold the soul of the country for free to Arab political Islam uh, was the reason why even the intellectuals were in favor of those actions and uh, lots and lots of them supported Osama bin Laden mm-hmm. and uh, other terrorists uh, just because they thought that he is doing the work of Allah now coming back to Mecca uh, uh, the From 1970, the Mecca has turned into a killing field where hundreds and thousands die every year and are buried in sand with bulldozers without any ritual and retribution, as I said earlier. Uh, in Wahhabi faith, uh, th- there is only one thing more most important and that is the Arab superiority. And uh, the Arab superiority uh, worked very well with the way the Saudis ran the Muslim world after uh, getting free petrodollar. So what we saw in Pakistan after uh, uh, Afghan war and uh, the <coughs> uh, mushrooming of uh, religious madrasas, that the majority of the country uh, f- fell into. Uh, radicalism, uh, the hate among the uh, different groups, uh, calling Shi'as as Kafirs, and uh, other uh, Shia-affiliated or Shia offshoots, shoot, like Aga Khanis and qadianis and uh, uh, Bori's, and all of them w- were called uh, Kafirs, and. Uh, without knowing the history of Pakistan, that these people were the reasons who created Pakistan. So they ultimately, uh, the the Mecca uh, became a place from where these uh, terrorists uh, either uh, started or conversed at uh, annual rituals. They used to, most of them, as I said earlier, are smugglers and they make a lot of money. And uh, this way, they were able to uh, control the poor people of Pakistan. Mecca used to be a very low cost, hospitable place before 1970. As I said earlier, the cost of Hajj in 1970 was about 5,000 rupees, but it went up to as much as 800,000 rupees now. And it has turned into uh, like a uh, downtown London and the hotel prices and all that makes it almost impossible for poor men to go Hajj. The, most of the people who go Hajj are, uh, they fly, which is again uh, not... Uh, uh, allowed in Islam, because in Islam you can only go to Hajj on camel or on horse. It was the Sunnah and the tradition of that time. You cannot make any innovation. If you are going by here, you are already doing bidat. But for Saudis, these kind of bidats which make them money, has no problem. Uh, these bidats are good and they are making billions. That is why after Hajj, they go to Bangkok philippine manila in droves and have fun over there Uh, the largest number of flights in the world uh, go from saudi arabia after the hush season and uh, for for reasons that they made so much money and they want to have some fun they want to drink and uh, do prostitution and do drugs and all that because they can't do it uh, in their own country Okay, when we uh, talk about uh, Mecca, uh, we'll see that uh, the Muslims are told that um, house of Allah was built uh, by Ismail. And this is the first house Allah built, which is again a very funny claim, because uh, the Mecca is only 4,000 years old, and this world is billions of year old. So, if there is a God or Allah who made this world, he would not wait for billions of years to make his house, and then when we see that whether uh, this uh, house called Mecca was built by Ismail and Ibrahim, it uh, historically it is not possible that this is poss- that this could be done by uh, father and son. Father at that time was ninety years old, and son was only infant. And when we look into um, the history map, we'll see that uh, there was no Mecca at the time of Abraham. If we uh, further see uh, in the history, we'll see that uh, Abraham, uh, he moved. He used to be in the area we call Mesopotamia, uh, which included uh, uh, countries like uh, Iraq, Syria, uh, Jordan, Turkey, and Russia and so he went through these countries in his 60-70 years of travel traveled about 3,000 miles and then went to Egypt and then stayed there for a while and came back and then stayed in Canaan an area in Palestine which he said God has told him that this is the place I promised you. so if uh, one day his wife gets angry and tell him uh the reason before we go that uh, because Ibrahim's uh, wife could not bear him a child so she gave him uh, a slave girl whose name is Sarah who got pregnant uh, and Ibrahim himself was very uh, amazed by that but uh, when he started giving time to his slave girl his real wife uh, hagar was uh, <clears throat> not happy and then uh, she got pregnant and then she became jealous and then one day ordered abraham to throw away his son and his slave wife so when he so he went to a desert uh, and then threw them away Alone, all alone. Now, the 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 Muslims will say that he threw the son sun away in Mecca. Now, if we know the world map, we will see that Mecca is eight hundred miles from Canaan, the area where Abraham lived when he was eighty ninety years old. So, how could he take his son and his slave wife, travel 800 miles and leave them in Mecca? This is all made up. This this thing does not match. This is totally fake and has been made by Quraysh of Mecca just to authenticate their position and make money out of it. Because there is no way that Abraham will travel 800 miles with an infant and then uh, tell them okay you are on your own first of all this does not look like a prophetic action but even it happened ibrahim had hundreds and hundreds of miles of desert around canaan the 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 most famous desert uh, is where he passed through and went to egypt so it is impossible for him to drop his son and then his son Uh, rubs his feet according to Mullah tradition and then the water of Zamzam comes out. I mean this is another unbelievable story but uh, unfortunately no Muslim intellectual or so-called educated people uh, would like to look into it and see what are the real reason behind these kind of claim about Mecca we'll see that these are all fake, there is no way a small kid can create a a mountain, fountain and if we look all around the world where we have these kind of valleys, the wells are very common because when it rains on the mountain, the water goes in the ground and then the well can be dug out. So in that case, this is totally fake that the Zamzam which they call the holy water, is actually created by Ismail because Ismail never came to Mecca. He could not. It's impossible that he, the little infant child, can travel to 800 miles or his father can travel to 800 miles. So we'll uh, see in the next uh, podcast all these so many claims about Mecca which are all made up and totally fake. See you later.